The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. Before I introduce uh, these two legends that I have live in the studio, uh, let me do some programming notes for tonight. The PBS News Hour at 7 p.m. at 8 p.m. The aforementioned bookcase from 8 to 8:30, 8:30 to 9 between the covers, and then at 9 p.m. Antiques Roadshow Discover, which is Dallas's top $150,000 appraisal, and then at 10 p.m. a town called Victoria, and that's a two-hour deal for tonight, right? Explore the aftermath. When a local mosque is burned to the ground in a South Texas town in 2017. Okay, so the news hour at 7, bookcase at 8, between the covers at 8.30, Antiques Roadshow at 9, 10 p.m. A town called Victoria, and of course at midnight. You know, time turned back. So Amambor and Company is no longer at 11. It is a midnight deal here on Channel 12. <clears throat> so, you know, on Monday, we typically have the table talk uh, with Ronnie Russell. Doug Cole and uh, Rocky Leibold, but um, the producer, Marisol Garcia, had me to know, uh, ain't going to table talk on Monday the 13th because some big shots supposed to be joining me here in the studio. So I said, so I said, who that be? She said, Jerry Brunner and me, Jay Cummins. So I said, you know what I mean? I said, nothing. And just leave it alone, and I'm going to do what I got to do afterward. You know what I'm saying? But the two of them there, I want to say good morning to both of you, man. Glad to have both of you here in the studio. Yeah, good morning. Thank you for having good us. Good morning. Good morning. So Glad you, to have us. You were on in 2020. You were on with me around 4th of July, right? Yes, in 2020. Yeah, yeah. And then you just been on that day, yes, right? Yeah. So, first of all, uh, you 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 were drafted by the Texas Rangers? Yes. So, uh, well, signed out of high school. Signed out of Texas Rangers. Yes. Rangers. And uh, Rangers finally won a World Series? Finally. <laughs> finally. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, they're closer with the microphone there. Uh, and, and we good, yeah, yeah, put that one there down so that uh, we can't see. And uh, Midre, uh, and that was Jerry Brown, by the way. Uh, and Midre, you were assigned by who? Well, I was drafted by the Minnesota Twins. Oh, you were drafted? Yes. Okay, what year was that? Uh, 1990. 1990? Yeah. And then you played, you like Jerry, I was journeyman, right? Yeah, we were journeyman for a while. Mo- moved around. So yep. you you were drafted in 90 and won a World Series in 2001. Yes. The nine one one year. Yep, nine eleven. Yeah, it was a tough year. <laughs> a tough year, right? Yeah. You actually scored the winning run no, in the time game, run. The time run. You scored a time run. The time run in game seven. Game seven, yeah. So when Louis Gonzalez knocked a base hit, uh, the, the hard hit ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't score that run. Who scored that run for? for? Uh, Jay Bell. Oh, Jay Bell. Yeah. Okay, good, good. What was that like? That 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 uh, when you realize we're the World Series champion. Um. <laughs> It was a weird feeling. For real? Yeah, it was like uh, just like a numb feeling. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, it feel like your your spirit just come out of your body and you're kind of just watching everything. Wow. Everything was in slow motion. Yeah. You guys were behind going to the bottom of the ninth inning, but you had the belief? 
Uh, okay. Oh, oh, because right. we're talking about Mariana Rivera now. Okay, okay. No, I'm a Yankee fan. I told you this already. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? So I got to relive this. Well, first, let me clarify everything. Yeah. For all you Yankees fans, <laughs> right? They should have been swept in four games. Mm. Think about that. Should have been. They should have been swept in yeah. four games. We had them beat every game. The only game uh, they game, had us beat. Game three. No, I, no, we still had you guys beaten, but they had an extra. I know game four and game five at Yankee Stadium. I'll give up. Uh, what's the young man named Kim? That's his name? Yeah, Ben Young Kim. Ben yeah. Kim, yeah, he gave up some late inning home runs. And With two outs. Two outs, by man. Two. Yeah, man, but yeah. But the game yeah. before when Derek Jeter hit the, the home run. Yeah. We still were winning that game. You were. Yeah, so you guys should have been swept. <laughs> <laughs> the only game you guys was winning was game seven. Yes, and uh, game three. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you guys ever led game three. You okay. know what I'm saying? Let's, well, let's, well, let's try this again. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should have been swept in four games. <laughs> I, I like that one. Jerry, you, you and I spoke about this the last time you were here. You played in, a, in 1992 ACLS. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um, you, four hits or four a, hits. A, a four hit four games. Yes. Uh, not a lot of people get four hits in an yeah, ACLS game. Not at all. And and what was it like? Uh, <clears throat> the next morning when people realizing, you know, I always knew how to play. They just didn't know. Well, you know, I mean, the 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 whole thing for me with when me and me Dre talk about the just being in the playoff it's a whole different atmosphere mm -hmm. compared to being in the regular season mm -hmm. you know what i mean regular season yeah you're good and mm -hmm. you but when the playoffs start which it was totally different than now yeah. where we have you know what i mean you have the the al west against the al east and the yeah. and the national and stuff like that so it's only four teams yeah. to that point yeah. where now is if yeah. I win this, I go into you the got, World Series. You, you I know got, you got uh, oh, man, you got how many rounds now? Uh, no, you got you got three rounds. You, you got six teams in each league. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Exactly. So you exactly. got a number. Of, you got three division winners and three wild cards and all that stuff. Back then, you had to win your division to and, get to the playoffs. and get to the playoffs. Wow. Right. So You're right. you know that's what I mean. A good point. Yeah. So you know what I mean. It's and man, when 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 you say playoff, now everything changed because mm -hmm. you have. The whole... It's a microscope, man. Oh. Everything you do is <laughs> Everything under Everything is under, under the microscope yeah, now, man. you know what I mean? Yeah. And, man, it's just walking, coming out the clubhouse into the field, and you look in and stadium just full of 40 people. 40 to 50,000 depending. Full of people. Wow. You know what wow. I mean? And it's it's crazy. You bring up a good point. I'm going to segue to this. Mitre, uh talk about Little League Baseball and how that foundation actually allowed for you to evolve as a person and as a player? Well, first of all, you know, playing Little League in who you, the West. Who you, who you play with in the league down in the West? Oh, I started out with um, Dusters. The Dusters? Yeah, because um, my older brother, he played with the Dusters. Okay. You know, he's three years older than I was. Who was the manager for the Dusters, remember? Um, I want to say Miss Genevieve Edney. Edney yeah, that name sounds familiar. Um, Ashanti, Ashanti, older. He, he, that's our age, right? Yes, Ricky Hernandez yep, is our yep, age. Yep, exactly. Right, you play with Ray there, my brother. Yes, right. Yes. And Jackie Ross, the late Jackie Ross. Yes, I didn't even that. know, you know, the, the Jack, Jackie had passed I away. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. that's. Uh, I was hanging out with Ray there last weekend, mm -hmm. and he told me, you know, so condolences to, yes. to Jackie Ross family yes. and all that stuff. Um, and Iowa All Stars and all that stuff in thirteen to fifteen. Yep. 
went, yeah. went away and played play international ball, right? Yep, and we was uh, like one of the first teams to ever, from the Virgin Islands, mm -hmm. to win the Latin American tournament. Yeah, at yeah. The 13 to 15. Uh, yeah, 13 to, like, 13. actually, yeah, but 15 years old. Wow. You know, and that, that was an amazing feat right there, you know? You were also a track star. You had, you had good speed. I heard about you. Huh? They, That's they what say, they say. Yeah, yeah. They, say, they, <laughs> they say you could have scared. They say you yeah, could have yeah, scared. I, I could have run. I could have run a little bit. What position you played in baseball? I play outfield. Outfield? Yeah, I play outfield. Throughout your career? Uh, throughout my career. And you but, are infielder? Yeah. But starting you play in center field? Well, starting in the infield. Yeah. In the last four years of my career, I started playing all over. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 that's, that's awesome. Talk a little bit about... Uh, growing up playing Lily Baseball, for those who are listening. Well, you know, I mean, we all started, you started with me, yeah, when we all yeah. played in the Elmo Plaskett Little League, Correct. you know what I mean, starting from there. And like I tell people all the time, yes, my um, my mother, Iris Brown, the late Iris Brown, rest in peace, my father, Rudolph Brown. Mm -hmm. But my, they got me into going, but the biggest guy that got me going is my uncle Norman Williams Wampy. Wampy, yeah, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Reds. And the Reds. Yes, you know yes. what I mean? So when I tell people that everything that I do and, you know, where I'm at today, if it wasn't for him, it wasn't, none of this would have happened. Yes, Elmer Plaskett and Harris Clark helped us along the way also, mm -hmm. but if my uncle didn't get me into playing, I would have never been where I'm at today. Well, you said that uh, when you were on the show. And the last thing, who, who was your major league team when you were growing up? You were a well, we started, I started, I signed with the Rangers. No, 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 no. You are a fan as a little boy who was... Cincinnati Red. You are, you are a Cincinnati Red, Red uh, the big and, red and, machine. And growing up? I didn't really have a team, but my sister, um, Monique, she was a New York fan, so... Yankees uh, or Mets? She was a Yankees. <laughs> she was a Yankees. So she kind of got me into watching the Yankees. <laughs> wow. Now, you you played in the Red Sox, right? You, you played for Boston for a little bit? Yes, sir. What was that like, uh, Fenway Park? Like you, you, the first time you see the Green Monster, it was weird, you know, <laughs> because you know, it, you know, it, it just jumps up on you, you know, and yeah. you see all the, the ball dents is from like years of years of guys who's been there and mm -hmm. you know hit the ball there, and you know you want to put your dent there, but um, at the time they was renovating the stadium for mm -hmm. it to be bigger, yeah, you know, but everything was still amazing. Um, it, it was just a nice place to play, you know. Senators, we, we went to a conference in 2017, the, the, the National Conference of State Legislators. The, the annual summit that year was in Boston, and, and Fenway Park was a featured visit. Matter of fact, the, the, our big event was at Fenway Park. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah they actually what? established the, the, a baseball field mm. because it's a relic, you know. Yeah, it it yeah. really is an institution, you know. Yeah. You played for Cleveland, you, you, you played uh, for the Cleveland Indians? Yes. And, and uh, what was it like? Playing, explain to the to the public conditions. Everybody know about a baseball field, but the the the, the Cleveland Stadium back then was right next to a lake, right, right next to Lake Erie. Mm -hmm. what, what, what was what was that like playing in them conditions? Listen, baby? it was it was a, a total shock because when I left, I got traded from Texas to Cleveland. Mm -hmm. So you know, what I mean, going you know, what I mean, going to Cleveland. I you know, what I mean, I had an idea that. Cleveland was, you know what I mean, cold city up in the east. But opening day, opening day in 1989, I drive into the stadium and it's starting to snow. 
<laughs> me never been in snow. For real? Never, never. Cause everything, you know what I mean? Wow. Here, here and traveling abroad, I mm. never been on the east side where it's snow. Yeah, and yeah. You been down in Texas? It's down in Texas yeah. for the most part, you know what I mean? And we always open, usually at home. Mm -hmm. But opening day against the Yankees, I drive in and snow side. I said, this is more nonsense again. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about that place? Wow. Like you said, being next to Lake the, Erie with yeah, that wind coming yeah. out. Yeah, I've been watching sports the all my Madrid. life. Man. Madrid, when I tell you, I ain't never been so cold in my life. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's, it's no joke. And you know, playing in the cold and baseball don't mix. Yeah. Especially <laughs> hitting. <laughs> no, you also played in the desert. Right, but I went to indoor stadium, right? The, yeah, the, the, the baseball stadium, and that's because of the heat. Yeah, right. Yeah, because of the heat. Yeah, they, they actually had to have an indoor stadium. Same thing with um Houston, right? With Texas, with, Te no, with Houston Texas. and with Texas, right? Yeah. They build dome stadiums because the heat down yeah, there yeah, in the summertime. Yeah, yeah play with Arizona. Yeah, we couldn't. Um, we wasn't allowed to wear necklace like chains. Yeah. Okay, that's a, or, that's, a that's a team policy. No, because of the heat, it, it would actually burn oh, your neck. You wow. know, and any any like shirt that has plastic and. It, mm -hmm. you know you couldn't wear it so wow. you couldn't wear cheap stuff yeah so you had to wear good stuff you know <laughs> <laughs> but like necklace and earrings um we was not allowed to wear because it it's so hot down in arizona that time we were talking about this because we, we one of the things that we do here analyze this is we, we we talk a lot about the weather this year in arizona they had 30 days of 30 consecutive days of over 110 degrees that that to me is crazy. Texas has been like that this Texas, summer. Too. Texas too. We I think we went like I think we went like three to four months without rain and wow and everything. But I don't got everything done. Like, I don't oh, got, we, we got, I, I don't got deep freeze in, we, we in, got, in, in we February. Got, we got sleets <laughs> wherever you are. In the country. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. <laughs> yeah, wow. And they got pool right. They got pool it, it, in, got in, pool. in the stadium right. It's like hot water. <laughs> for, the, for the listening fans, um, yeah. Arizona heat is like, let's say you open your oven and that heat comes out. Yeah. That's what mm. it's like. That we dream him, uh, Calvert White. Uh, he and the governor, a couple of us, they attended the, the WNBA. All-Star game was in Las Vegas this year. Mm -hmm. You know, Aliyah Boston mm, and yes, Calvert yes. Neville. So I, I'm, in, I'm in Las Vegas. I opened the door for the hotel and I closed the door for the hotel and went back up in my room. <laughs> Yeah. Because the heat, that's and they, they made a mistake. <laughs> they decided they're gonna play that game, the All Star game in wow. the heart of the summer, uh, and, and all, all of that good stuff. Let me ask this question before we got to the good, we got to the first break, and I want both of you to speak about it. What's the difference between baseball, Major League Baseball, when you played it, and the game that you see now? Well, right now, the for me, I think the game has changed a whole lot because when I was playing. You you could break up double play, you could run over catchers. No, the game have changed where you can't do too, that anymore. Too, too much money involved, man. The players, they these big contracts, that, right? That yeah. that is one of the biggest reason yeah. why. You know yeah. what I mean? You gotta keep your superstars on the field. Yeah, Buster you know Posey, I mean? right? It was a Buster Posey That's, incident. Well, they don't call it the Buster Posey <laughs> rule, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, he so, got run, he got run over at yeah, home plate, so right? That, you know what I mean? They got so many different rules now. You can't do it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And the game has. I want to say the game has gotten softer. I, you know what I mean? Because 
If you can remember, you remember that double play with Hal McRae? Yeah, man. What about Willie Randolph? Yeah, man. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so yeah. now they, you can't do that no more. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And you could speak on it. No, yeah. And that was also an all-star game play when we were kids when Peter Rose ran over Ray Fossey. Ooh. and Knock you out again. Knock out again when you see that now. Well, you knock know, out again. Yeah, yeah. But take yeah, you out the league. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, His career was over. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was never the same. No, no. He played no, after yeah, that, but he wasn't the all-star level type of player. Exactly. And But you know something? Peter Rose was Charlie Hustle. So we, we understand that's how he played the game. But not in an All-Star game. Like it, no, no, it, no, it got no. a limit or something. Like yeah. he, oh, he might have right. overdone it in that instance. A little bit, yes. In, in yeah. fairness to, to, yeah. to Charlie Hustle. What's the biggest difference when, between when you got signed in 1990 yes. and 2023? Well, for me, is the game has gotten too smart. Mm. You know, too much computers. Too, an, too analytical? Too analytical analytical for mm -hmm. everything mm -hmm. you know the spin ratio um this guy does pretty good on sundays but he's not good on monday so he's not playing on monday man I, yo man you, you know yo, but the game yo, just you, got you, too you smart the, you, you hit the nail on the head there man you know you, you couldn't have said it any better for real it's yeah. way too analytical the fundamentals of the game yeah. are not paid attention you to you don't see nobody bunt no more you know you yeah. don't you don't see the little stuff in game anymore. What they call it? Smart ball. Station to station. Not that. Station to that, station. That, that's the terminology, right? Yeah, but now they call it gorilla baseball because all everybody trying to do is hit the ball 500 feet. Yeah, man. You know, yeah, the man. game is more about power now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, you played with Barry Bonds? I played against Barry Bonds. I played against Barry Bonds, I, I mean, Barry. right? And he was a scrawny, skinny player when you first saw him, and then he became a real power hitter. But he was always a great player, though. Oh, he, he was, you know what I mean? And Everybody goes back to the um, the steroids and all yeah. that. And from my understanding of steroids is getting the guys back on the field quicker. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Again, no. It increased power. It, okay, it increased power, but yeah. you still need your hand-eye coordination. coordination. Without a doubt. You know what I mean? Without yeah, a doubt. You still need your hand-eye coordination. But, but it had some... 20 home run, man hitting 50 home okay, run. Well, no, that's a whole <laughs> thing. Blame it on the pitching. Blame it on the pitching. A combination of a, a combination of things. Yeah, pitching. you know what I mean? I, sure. And that's that's my take on the steroids from yeah. knowing that the, the why a lot of guys got mad because no when when usually when guys get hurt, you go down in the minor leagues and bring up a guy, but no, this guy say, okay, if I do this, I gonna get back quicker than normal. Yeah, you know what I mean. And, and so, I, I minimize the chance for that minor leaguer to come up and be a star, and exactly. then I, I never get exactly. my position back. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that's, a, that's a great point. We got uh, two Virgin Islands icons here uh, in the studio. We got Major Cummins out of the West, and Jerry Brown out of the East. You know what I'm saying? Both Lily, uh, Elmo Plaskett, Lily alumni joining us this morning. They're actually here for a reason, too, as well. And we're going to get into that in the second segment. We'll take a break and be back right after this.
opportunities at Bank of St. Croix. Bank of St. Croix offers CDs for education, homes, or vacations. Bank of St. Croix has two locations, one in Gallus Bay at 340-773-8500 and one in Peter's Rest at 340-713-8500. A penalty might be imposed for early withdrawal, new money only. Funds may not be transferred from existing Bank of St. Croix accounts to CDs. Rates subject to change at any time. Fees may reduce earnings and principal. www.bankofstcroix.com Member FDIC. I'm Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, where we're not just interested in what's going on in the world, but why it's happening and how. Details are important. So are different points of view. We're dedicated to bringing you the stories behind the big events and the small ones, too. Join us every Sunday morning for Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Sundays at 8 a.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. The U.S. Environmental Protection Agency will host two workshops for the maintenance and safety of residential cisterns, the sole water source for most homes in the USVI. The St. Thomas Workshop will be November 14th at the Emerald Beach Resort. The St. Croix Workshop will be November 15th at the UVI Albert A. Sheen Campus in Kings Hill. Both workshops will begin at 6 p.m. and end by 7.30 p.m. For information, please visit www.bit.ly slash USVI Cisterns. News happens all week, all around the world. If you want to understand what this French election is all about... Four candidates are running unopposed, and three of them met reporters Thursday. Whatever the outcome of today's elections, the secessionist genie is out of the bottle. News, analysis, perspective, music, books, and sports, too. Saturday on Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. Back here, I analyze this, and we got uh, two uh, Virgin Islands baseball legends, one a World Series winner, one an ALCS star. Uh, we got Jerry Brown, the ALCS star for the Oakland A's back in 1992, right? Yeah. And as a matter of fact, I think Dennis Eckersley, that was a year where he won MVP as a relief pitcher. Yes, right? Indeed. American League, uh, yep. Uh, yep. Cy Young Award winner, relief pitcher, and he won he went the, tri- the Triple Crown Award, yep. right? And we got Midre Cummins joining us. He was part of the 2001 World Series champion, Arizona Diamondbacks, they defeated that team from up in the Bronx. I'm not going to call the name. because New York Yankees. It, it looks like, you know what I'm saying? New York Yankees. You know what I'm saying? So, so, <laughs> so I'm glad to have both of you fighting. Distinguished Virgin Islands here. Virgin Islands here in the studio this morning. We're talking about the steroids thing for a little bit. I want, you know, uh, Jerry know me from Smart, right? I, I like numbers. I got stats, man, history and all that stuff, right? One of the reasons, me, Dre, why you could make a legitimate argument that steroids impacted the power numbers is because of this. And Jerry know about this. Well, well, now, I come, I come, I come okay. check this out. 50 home runs in the major leagues was considered an elite number, yes. right? George Foster hit 50 home runs, I believe, in 78 or 77, somewhere around there. 77. 77, right? Uh, and then it didn't happen again, Midre, until Cecil Fielder came from Japan in 1990 and hit 50 home runs, 51 actually, 51. With, the, with the Detroit Tigers yeah. in 1990. So 
we had a 13-year gap between a baseball, a major league player hitting 50 home runs. Then in the 90s, you had, I think, Ken Griffey. Ken Griffey had a 56 home run year, but he's a great hitter, though. I mean, he, he was a natural winner. But you had Brady Anderson. Oh, I don't know. you got Brady Anderson, a lead-off hitter for the Orioles, hitting 50 home runs. Something wrong with that there, man. Medre, man. Oh, God, man. How wrong? <laughs> Here's a man that never hit more than 20, 25 home runs. All of a sudden, he's a beautiful home run. He had a career year. <laughs> Everybody's entitled for a career year. I like that. I like, <laughs> you know? I like that. But he never had it again. You know what I'm saying? That was his career. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, but we were talking about this during the break. Remember there was a, a strike in 1994, Jerry? And that year, remember, you had Matt Williams... I think he had like 40-something home yeah, runs yeah. when the strike hit. You had um, Tony Gwynn were hitting 394. You had Jeff Bagwell who was doing all kinds of stuff. Some, we had some yeah, stuff yeah, that yeah, going yeah, on that year yeah. that really crushed baseball yeah, when yeah, that happened. Yeah, because yeah, when they decided to go on a strike. So there's the belief, Jerry and Midre, and I think that was the back end of your career, and that's mm -hmm. when you were just starting to get warm, that the, the major leagues allowed it to get the fans back to the ballpark. Yeah. Because, you know what I mean? Cause and that's something to do with the ball as well. The ball, the ball was as live. Well. It was like kind of the live ball era, right? The live ball era, yeah. you know what I mean? And we had, uh, again, like, I'll be doing that saying, somebody calls that a picture too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But, you know what I mean? You 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 got to think about it too. At, at that point, man, guys were starting to walk out more. You know what I mean? Is yeah. this started to be a year-round stuff? Yeah. Not just yeah. hey, we getting ready to go spring training. Let's get in shape. This started to be a year-round stuff with guys walking out, trainers, soon, yes. trainers, all that stuff. Supplements, um, supplements. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got your own personal chef. You know what I mean? Now you're trying oh, to eat yeah, healthy. Yeah. Okay, you know what I mean? And all that stuff, all that comes into play. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And again, like what you just said, you, you had the life vile era because no. Folks didn't want to see two, one, three, two. They didn't want to see Real them baseball kind of game. Traditional you know baseball I mean? as we know it. Like they yeah. said, they, <laughs> people want to see long ball. <laughs> I was going to say a word, but the people want to see long ball. <laughs> you, know what I mean? but, you know what I mean? Everybody yeah. coming to, to the ballpark, ooh, look at that. You know yeah. what I mean? But nobody wanted to see real baseball, a pitching duel going mm. into the ninth inning. Zero zero. Correct. No, no, Mitre. You say you got drafted in ninety. The 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 major league baseball comes back from the strike in nineteen ninety five. Did you actually feel or see the difference in the baseball between when you first got there and when you came back from the strike? Uh, or were I, they or were they that good that you couldn't see it or feel it, but well, you're just seeing the results? Well, you have a couple of baseball that you know have they have some with high seams, and they have some with like you know. Pull up a little seams. closer to you. Then. Oh, okay. There you go. Okay, yeah. they said they had some with high high seams, mm -hmm. and they had some with low seams. You know, yeah, break, break that down for the lay people. Like okay, who know like, baseball. With okay, the stitches like the stitches. Yeah. Some of the stitches might be raised up. Okay. To kind of give the pitcher a better grip, to give more more of a spin. spin. Okay. And then you have um, the same type of baseball with the seams is not so high mm -hmm. that, you know, it won't give it that much of a spin. You think that gives an advantage to the hitter? Um, to the pitcher, yes. To the pitcher? Yeah, the pitcher. Is, Le less seams. Like, it seems less like seams I, is not good. Well, it ain't yeah. that. Le yeah. Less seams, hitter, 
more seams pitcher. 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 Yes. Okay, yeah. There was a pitcher in Arizona. He was so good. He could raise the seams on the mound. Mm. And you won't even know mm. it. Excuse me? He could raise <laughs> the seams on the mound. He could like uh, actually put his fingernails through the seams and run the... The ball through his hand and raise the seams. Wow. And it will give him more movements on the ball. I think last year they had this pitcher for San Diego who was pitching uh, against the Mets in the playoffs, uh, Musgrave. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and they were complaining. They said his spin rate was ridiculous that Sunday night. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and Nijo, you're right. The analytical part of the game now where hey, you got a manager going to an umpire and telling an umpire or in a game something's wrong with his spin rate. See, and not, not to cut Nijo that, but that's, I think that's why the Devil Rays lose the World Series that year because you had um, Snail. Snail that was dealing against... The um the Dodgers that yeah, year. Um, you talking about the lefty? Yes, yes. He, he was the, dealing that year. Blake Blake Snell, right? <laughs> that, that, that's the one who pitches for San Diego now, I think. So yeah. no, the seventh inning come around, and the first thing they said, well, after the seventh mm-hmm. inning, his his, his this then that yeah. then and I'm like, what are your eyes telling you? Correct. Your eyes telling you they can't be here today. They can't be here today. Yeah. I don't care well, what analytics saying right now. You know what I mean? It's, it's it's tough, man. When you got this guy rolling, no, you pull it out again. What happened? Yeah, um, Dodgers won the game and won the World Series. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah man. but they also said that anytime a pitcher went through the lineup for the third time mm-hmm. for the Dodgers, you know, the Dodgers have this um, ridiculous number of like hitting like four twenty. Wow. You know, so they didn't want to take that chance. You're talking about the third and fourth go wrong yes. against a starter, yes. right? And now, Jerry, when we are growing up, starters used to finish game. Finish game. <laughs> finish game. This, nowadays, nowadays, you actually got managers who are starting relief pitchers. But see, but see. And, and pitcher by committee, right? Exactly. But see, that's, um, when I went to Oakland, that's where I seen, you know what I mean, where Tony La Russa had it to where I need my starters to go Five innings. And that back end of the bullpen we had in Oakland, Problems. unbelievable. Yeah. Give me five innings, then I'm going to pace it from there. Dennis Eckersley, the closer. Honeycutt. Um, who else we had? Um, we, had Stewart. we had Stewart with yeah. the start, and then yeah. we had... Um, oh, you're talking about the, talking about the, uh, the bullpen. The bullpen. We yeah. had Rich Gossage. We had, you know what I mean, guys... Mm-hmm. Rich Gossage, a closer for Yankees back in the days. No, he's a setup man. No, no he's he's setting up and coming in, give you one inning at the hundred. <laughs> Nine, well, you know what I mean. For yeah, he, yeah, he was like 95. Yeah. You know what I mean. In the middle, in piercing it to get to Eckersley. Wow, wow. And you know what I mean. That's hey, but, that but was I'm gonna crazy. say this. I'm gonna say this though. In fairness to baseball, analytics is sports now. Yeah. Every sport, Every kind of sport? Like, even basketball, oh, wow. they, they will let you know which five players on the team or, or no, when those five players are on the court. The plus minus oh, wow. uh, and, and all kind of craziness. And they're watching, they're watching the game with the eyes like you said to say, look now, um, that dude's scoring at will. Leave he alone. But say, no, we're going to take care of it after five or six minutes. Uh, <laughs> his, his fatigue sets in. Also. Speaking of which... Um, I do some clinics this weekend. Yes, we did. We just came out of Tatola. We went to Virgin Garda, St. Thomas, and here. Wow, the kids receptive. Really, really good. Feel good about that. I feel real good about what it. What about you, Major? You like that? Uh, yeah, it was amazing, man. The, especially the turnout for the kids. Yeah. You know, and the way that the people like embraced us. 
you know, it, it felt like we was from there. Isn't that now the true full circle? You, you come back home and you were once a little kid like them and here you are imparting your knowledge on them right now? But let we let we <clears throat> let we analyze this real quick. Well, you know that's, what I mean, that's, people, that's, that's the name of the show. Analyze this. <laughs> people, people might people might get mad of me and Re, and Madrid right now, but we've been trying to do this for years. Wow. Yeah. You know what I mean, Madrid and I and a couple of the other guys mm. from Saint Thomas. Mm -hmm. We meet this one guy, Victor, and come to Calvin Pickering from Saint Thomas get all this started mm -hmm. and this guy came in say hey give me whatever whatever we need boom call madrid call myself call calvin uh jabari and um akil akil done wow you know what i mean and you know what i mean we've been trying to do this here for years and uh we're gonna we're gonna get done we're gonna get done this guy come in hey what you guys need boom boom done Wow, four different islands. Yep, and Pickering, he was a first baseman for Baltimore, right? Yes, yes. he was. Yeah. Yes, he, he got to hit the ball for the athletic. <laughs> <laughs> he can't hit no though. Madrid, no, I know Calvin, but yeah. him and Madrid is real good. And, yeah. Yes, yeah. and then Jabari was later on. Yes, yes. he played with San Diego, right? Ooh. Jabari Black, uh, Black, yes. I think his last name. Yes. you need yes. to say this. Who's, who's Akil? Akil Morris is a pitcher. He's a pitcher. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. You need to see this kid, Jabari. Seriously? Uh, oh yeah, my man. God! He's still a he's, he's still a professional player, or 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 I, I think he could still play. Yes, I, yes. I, with the right opportunity, I think he could. You still know play. something? That's the word, there, man. The breaks. You need a break in this in, in, in professional sports, right? Ain't everybody got this <laughs> this talent and this exposure that and you last for name them. and last name and last. <laughs> see, and, and in and, some instances, color. <clears throat> Uh, right. We ain't gonna go that far. We ain't gonna go this morning. That's off the ear. But see, that's why, like, I tell people that all the time, and I say it's not hard getting to the big leagues. And again, like what you just said, is a break. Because mm -hmm. no, I'm coming from double E. You know what I mean? Went to spring training. Toby Hera getting ready to retire. Yeah. He's, he's done. The guy that was ahead of me wasn't doing anything in AAA. Had a Big year in spring training, make the team, all that spring training, all that double A. You know what I mean? And that's what just the, the break that I needed to get to that point. Wow. But the the thing was also is, and Madrid noticed real good too, when you get to the big leagues, it's like, okay, I get that good. No. Hey, it's continuous. Because, no, you don't want to be on that shuttle mm -hmm. up and down, up and down. You know what I mean? You could get it easy, you know. But the thing is staying, staying there, sustaining, sustenance, sustenance. It just is let, consistent with, you know, defense, whatever it is. Let, let, let me ask you this question because we live in a region. What is it about the Dominican baseball players that they are such a high impact island and ethnicity in Major League Baseball nowadays? Well, um, I play with a lot of them, mm -hmm. and I play with a lot of guys that always say, well, they um, they invent the game, we're going to perfect the game. So they work twice as hard, and they work together. You know, when those guys come back, they they put all the knowledge into these kids. They have things for these kids to, to practice all day. They, 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 is there a, a unquestioned investment by the Dominican Republic into 
baseball infrastructure that allows for the players over there to develop? Yeah, they have a lot of it. You know, they um, and a lot of major league baseball um, owners are actually building complex mm. over there f- to help those guys. No, no, you bring up a good point, Jerry. When you and I were growing up, the Dodgers mm-hmm. had, uh, I think, Epi Guerrero or something was his name. Yeah, that was a scout, right? Yes. and they had literally owned the Dominican Republic in terms open of pa- academy, pa- academy, open right? Academy. Open academy, right? Yes. I mean, um, we know Pedro Martinez, but actually, his brother Ramon, Ramon had Martinez. come before him. But yeah. long before that, they've always had great players. Rico Carti, when we were growing up, we watching these men on TV. Exactly, these men could have hit man. Yes, and and their their mentality was you got to be able to hit the ball to get off the island. You got <laughs> hit. You got hit your way off the island. Yeah. Damaso Garcia, right? Uh, Tony yeah. Fernandez. I mean, them had players. Yeah. Over but, the years, but, man. But, if you, but, but we have the talent here. If we have the talent oh, we're here. Smaller. We can't compare us. No, to we, you know yeah, what I mean? That's 11 million. Exactly. Because these guys are building academy. They bring in the kids to the academy. They spend the whole week in the academy. Then they go home for the weekend or whatever. But this is a year-round thing. Mm-hmm. Here, we don't do it year-round. Why not? Is I don't understand it, but we got the same weather. As the Dominican, you know, I mean, we could play baseball here year round. Basketball, football, we don't play all the sports, man. Yeah. Except all of them, team. all of them. <laughs> yeah, man, that's our thing. You know, you play with Wang Samuel. You know what I mean? Wang Samuel. You used to play with the Phillies. No, he was before. No, before he. You play with him, right? I play against him. You play against yes. him, right? Yes. His father. Out of his father, mother, I believe, or, or mother, mother, out of West. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. man. Elroy Bates, you know, you know, uh, Bobo their father. Yeah, yeah, he pulled yeah, me yeah. aside one day and he said, Wang, that's his oh, name. Oh, really? Remember now, Samuels is a very popular name. Yes, around, yeah. that's yeah. true. So that's he true. said, Wang Samuel, he's a, he from um, the American Republic. He's a part of the Phillies, right? Oh, Come on yeah, with the Phillies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, out of West, yeah we have a lot of history here. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm saying, but, you know, sometimes we, you have I, to you have to blame the older parents, the older parents and the older adults because they don't explain and tell us who our families are. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's and 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 one thing about the Dominican Republic, and you know, I had on a, uh, I got Doc Scully to be a regular Malik Siku. There was a lot of movement with our grandfather, great great grandfather, all that stuff because sugar. Remember sugar plantation with cotton cane and all that stuff. Yes, so yes. a lot of our family members move between here, Dominican Republic, Cuba, Jamaica. That's why you have that connection. That's why you have. Uh, I don't know if you notice it in a lot of those Spanish islands. One name is English and one name is Spanish. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. a Wang Samuel, a Teofilo Stevenson, and all oh, that wow. stuff. Yeah, wow. yeah, we got a lot of history. Oh, wow. so you, you touch on something there. Yeah, you could be a history teacher. You don't. You don't even know <laughs> it, man. Yeah. And, and, and all that good stuff. Um, we'll take a break. We got a tournament coming up sometime. Uh, uh, tournament the, coming up this weekend. This in weekend, Basilio Felix. In Basilio Felix, okay. And and unfortunately, the Yankee hater is leaving the territory <laughs> today. Wait, wait, you know wait, wait. No, no, no. Come on. I don't. I don't hate the Yankees. I love the Yankees. Yeah, you <laughs> if love. If it wasn't for the, the Yankees, I'd never had a World Series. You love. <laughs> 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 we got Major Covens out of the West and Jerry Brown out of the East here this morning, uh, talking baseball, talking uh, baseball development. Yes, right here in yeah. the territory clinics, all that good stuff. We actually got a tournament, and uh, that's going to be at the Basilio Felix uh, Ballpark in SA Castle Coakley. So we'll take a break, come back. Uh, great conversation uh, so far, and I got a question uh, for both of you guys from one of my listeners for for y'all to think about during the break. What is the reason for less black players making it to the major leagues? Mm. We'll be back right after this here on Analyze This.
Human beings have been making music for tens of thousands of years. It brings us together. It has the power to communicate emotions and ideas. It's a profound part of the human experience. Hear the stories behind the music you love and new music you might fall in love with. I'm Raina Duras. Join me for in-depth interviews with artists who are continuing that musical history on World Cafe. Weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1. The world's oceans are wondrous, but they can also be a daunting and dangerous place where young must sometimes fend for themselves. And finding food isn't always easy. Spy in the Ocean concludes with a look at some of the challenges our sea creatures face when things don't always go to plan. Tune in Wednesday at 9 p.m. on WTJX-TV, Channel 12. On Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, we are not afraid to stand up to the high and mighty like Jeff Bezos. He had that big that cowboy hat on. <laughs> he looked like, like a shrink ray had hit Garth Brooks. <laughs> I'm Peter Sagel. Join me as we speak truth to power, at least until power agrees to buy us out, on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. I got a call from our imam. He said our mosque is on fire. We don't want any kind of a witch hunt. The fact that this was a mosque raised many red flags. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is a hate crime. Victoria is at a crossroad. You can no longer sit by and say, this isn't my community, because it is. Everybody says we're all in it together, but I don't think that's the case. A Town Called Victoria airs Monday at 10 p.m. on WTJX TV, Channel 12. And we're back here and analyze this great uh, conversation. I got Jerry Brown, uh, childhood friend from out of the east, out of Watergut, right? Watergonian, play with the Reds uh, growing up. And we got uh, Major Cummings out of the west, play with the Dusters. What you play with? The Angels. You can't Angels. forget the Angels and the Vikings. Angels, and, Angels that's Wayne Hawley. Yes, sir. Out, out of Grove. And you play uh, Big League with Vikings? Yes, I play. Jerry, you play Big League with Reds, right? I actually started with the stars. With the stars, yeah, yeah, yeah. With um, Piggy Gerard. Well, no, with Duca. We, we, with them. Um, the Newton, you know, the, the, the Newton brothers, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's who the stars was. Oh, yeah, Star, because you remember Alan Guy, Russell, Clyde, Alem, and, and uh, Aswin. All them guys used to walk in Hess. They walk in Hess, yeah. And they put that thing. <laughs> yeah. That's where I and first started. They, they came from Aruba, Curacao, somewhere around there, right? Aruba? Yeah, One of them. One of the ABC islands, yeah. One of them. But yes, you know, I mean, I play with the Newton brothers. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Yeah, without a doubt. Now, the question that uh, my, my listener asks um, with respect to black players not being the star players like they used to be back in the day. And just to give a little history, when we were growing up, uh, Hank Aaron, Willie Mays, Bob Gibson, right? These were the dominant players, um, five-star players 
in 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 the major leagues, sixties and seventies, right? Fifties, sixties, and seventies. We grew up, we born in the sixties and all that stuff. And then we found out about the Negro Leagues. Mm -hmm. And the two biggest names out of the Negro Leagues was Josh, Gib Josh Gibson and Satchel, Satchel Pace. So black athletes have always had, and cool Papa Bell. Mm -hmm. Careful, get that name, mm -hmm. right? Get that name alone, mm -hmm. right? Uh, but nowadays, uh, well, of course, Barry Bonds has won the most MVPs. I think he won like seven in total. Uh, Ken Griffey, who everybody loved, the kid and all that stuff. But for some reason now, black players are not as prevalent or the star players like they use, consistently like they used to be. We got Mookie Betts and we got other players as well. We had a, a Derek Jeter and all that stuff back in the day. Why do you think, uh, Mijra, let me start with you. Why do you think uh, uh, black players are not as prevalent and dominant as the Latino players, for example? Number one, when you turn on the TV, you don't see any black players. You really don't, because, you know, even the Latins don't consider themselves black. Ooh. You know? <laughs> you Ooh. Know, they, and, you know, and when you hear them explain it, they have a point, mm -hmm. you know? But, you know, there's no instant gratification when you play baseball. By the way, I, I don't ever want to forget Roberto Clemente. Yes, right, great, yeah. great yes. Latino yes. player from, from back in Puerto Rico. Yeah. But before uh, you even well. go any yeah, further, yeah. Um, I, I don't consider the Latin American than black either. I think I talking about African African American. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. You know, so when you know like um a football player when he comes out of college, he's a first first pick. Mm -hmm. He goes to the NFL. Basketball player, he goes to the NBA. Mm -hmm. You're a first round pick in major league baseball. You don't go to the major leagues. <laughs> Maybe three or four in the history of Probably oh, one. Oh, well, no, no, no. At, at, at least two. two. Dave, Winfield. Dave Winfield, Pete Incavilia. And Ken Well, Griffey did a minor league stint with Ellington. Yes. He actually yeah. played minor yeah. league with Ellington back Ellington. in the day. With yes. Tau. Well, that's a good point to me. Yeah. And a couple others as well. But the majority do not go to the major leagues. Yeah. You got to pay your dues. You got to pay your dues. You got to grind. Baseball is more of a dues-paying sport than the other sports. That's right. Okay. You know, and baseball is the only sport where the best player never makes it. Mm. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to say it again. Yeah. Baseball is one of the only sports that the best player do not make it. Because of summary, it got so many different yeah. dynamics involved, right? Yeah. Where were you in 94 when Michael Jordan was barnstorming uh, with, with Birmingham, I think Birmingham. it was? Yeah, I probably was in the big league. You were in the big league by then, yeah. right? But he gave up... Um, um, he hit his first home run off of one of my teammates. Seriously? Kevin uh, Rochelle. Yeah, I wow, forgot that. Yeah. Wow. That was, look that. You never see a, a minor league home run make so much. Make yeah. so much. <laughs> <laughs> make so much. I, hey, but that was the greatness of Michael Jordan. Though. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Uh, I won't yeah. say that. I won't say no, that. No, I'm, ta I'm talking about profile. Not, uh, not greatness, uh, of a, not greatness uh, as a uh, baseball uh, player. I'm talking about high profile. Yo. Yo. <laughs> Michael Jordan is an ATM. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Where, where he's sleeping, man buying junk, man shooting. Uh, by right. the way, uh, morning, enjoying the show. Can't uh, can't tell you how many games Jerry left tickets for us to attend. So people thanking you oh, wow. for you know when they were in the states and right. all that stuff. And of course, I'm sure you did that for oh, the whole. Thank you, thank and, you. and Harry Clark was was renowned for that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Some money used to tell me they go to New York. And I remember Harry used to play with the Yankees. Mm -hmm. yeah. And Harry Clark used to take care of that stuff. We are grateful for the experience and the memories 
ask him about golfing with the guys because I'm, I'm hearing that you are avid golfer. You like the golfing oh, game, my brother. man, I drop everything and go golfing. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> I drop everything and go golfing. You, did, did you get caught up in that golfing mm. thing? Because uh, Tiger Woods was big when you, yeah, when, when you were... Well, uh, I'm, I'm caught up in it now. Okay. Yeah, okay. I, I started to golf about two years ago. You're a lefty, you lefty golfer? I'm a lefty golfer. What a great lefty golfer name, man. Oh, Phil, Phil Nicholson. That's not, 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 not original lefty Phil Nicholson. The next one, who would have hit the ball at Country Mile? You win a couple masters. Um, you would have be. Uh, God dang it. You're going to come to us. Yeah, yeah, Somebody's going to text it to me. That's a yeah, good thing about this yes. show. Yeah. But you win the masters a couple times. I think you know what you're talking about. I know who you're yeah, talking yeah, about. He, he, he did from Yantos in Thomas. <laughs> is that what I'm saying? What is it about this connection with baseball players and golf? Because Alex Rodriguez is a big golfer as well, right? Uh, well, the, I know it's, it's huge with pitching. Because pitching has so much time, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Especially in spring training. If pitchers pitch Monday, they are for next couple of days. So they they come to spring training. They come to camp in the morning. They get a walk-in. By 12 o'clock, you see the pitch, and then they got to golf back. They got straight to the golf course. You know what I mean? Because they ain't got like nothing that. else to do the rest of the day. Yeah, I like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, hey, golf is an addictive sport. It's, it's fun, man. It's a lot of fun. It's also a skill game. Yes. Yes. It's a skill game, yes. and you got to have patience. Yes. But this is one game you can't blame nobody. Yep. <laughs> and equipment. <laughs> you can't blame nobody for this one. Mm -hmm. I find it not named them for the normal. <laughs> The boy name I can't see Bubba Watson. Bubba Watson. There you go. There you go. Yo, one of my listeners said, uh, I, I, I'm actually read the quote. I'm not going to paraphrase them. Uh, Good morning. I find a comment about Latino players not considered black interesting. I'd like to hear a little bit more as to why. Well, when I play with a lot of um, Hispanics, you know, um, a, a lot of people would use the N-word, you know, yeah. and... Um, most of the Latins would say, well, I'm not that, you know. I'm totally different, mm -hmm. you know. But they actually got segregated. They experienced segregation back in the day. Clemente complained about it. Yes. Matter of yeah. fact, Rico Carti, Rico the one, Carti. he had a big fight and a bus yep. yeah. with, with, with teammates and all that stuff. Yeah. Exactly. I was always told that, you know, I wasn't black. I was um, tropical. Imagine that. They used to call me tropical. <laughs> I gonna tell I gonna have different than what me and why I you know I mean go ahead me just finish yeah. finish mm -hmm. what I'm saying yeah but you know it was just that they just never considered themselves as black you know there was more like Hispanic you know it, that's that's what there they was said. there was the the, the the Latino players because they spoke a different language maybe they deemed themselves different from black yeah. people right? yeah yeah but my my take is with why I don't consider them, consider them black is because I don't want them to get the numbers mixed up where we have we have the numbers for African American yeah. in baseball is seven percent throughout the whole of baseball. Look look that up and see see how much African American not Ma not black not not you you're talking major league or we talk, no baseball. major league major league yeah okay. is about seven to six percent wow African American mm -hmm. how many teams we have in the major league thirty, 30 teams thirty teams yeah man yeah five teams in a division you have uh, three divisions you, in you every might, league yeah. you might have one 
and a team, one over here, yes, one. We have 6%. Wow. African-American, not Latin blacks. Mm. And that's why I said I don't want to put them in that group because now the numbers will go up. We have a higher high, higher percentage of Latino players than black players in Major League Baseball right now? Yep. What? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what? Wow. They don't say black players. They say Latino players. Latino players. Yeah. yeah, man. Between, between Venezuela, Dominican, Cuba. And, and you know what's interesting is you're watching the coverage on TV and you got Ernie Johnson with a Latino and two blacks. Jimmy Rollins, uh, Curtis Granderson, Granderson. and Pedro exactly. Martinez. Exactly. Ain't that something? Yeah. That is not a reflection of the percentage or anywhere near. That's actually a reverse. Because wow. it's like every year mm -hmm. the numbers are dwindling. Yeah. Every year the numbers of African American is dwindling. <clears throat> How many African American African American managers you have in the big league? Yeah. Well, one just got hired, right? Washington, yeah, Jab Brady. Well, Dusty Pico, Baker he, just retired. Just Brady, yeah. he just, so he just he just fill in a, he just fill in a number, right? Wow. Even even look at the look at the playoffs. Can you count how many Afro Americans played in it? Mm. More, I'm, I, I remember more Latino players than African Thank players. Yeah. Look at the whole Phillies roster. Yes. He might have had one, but he ain't been on the roster, mm -hmm. um, the pitcher. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. His other team. And, that, and that, then, that was not the case growing up. The Big Red Machine, right? Machine, you had yeah. Ken Griffey. Joe you Morgan. had George Foster. Joe Morgan. You had Joe Morgan. You had Dan Dreesen, who couldn't even get on the field. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you. The, the, the game has changed. Yeah. Oh, the, the game has changed. Wow. Wow. I mean, when the Yankees, right? When, when the great New York Yankees, <laughs> right, decided that they wanted to dominate baseball from 96 to 2000, you had Derek Jeter, you had Tim Raines, right? You had Chili Davis, a Jamaican. Mm -hmm. That's a Jamaican. Mm -hmm. that, 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 yeah, that, 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 yeah. Right? You had black athletes playing dominating baseball. But, but Not anymore. But think about this. Dwight even, Gooden, even Strawberry. Even before, yeah. even before Derek Jeter and them come up, you had Ricky Henderson. You had Dan Baylor. Mm -hmm. You had Reggie Chris Jackson. Chambliss, Reggie, Reggie Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Willie Randolph. Willie Randolph. Willie yeah. Randolph. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's one thing I give Steinbrenner credit for. If you were good, you gonna he, play. Was, he was going to pay you regardless of color. Exactly. That's not the case with a lot of these modern-day owners and all that stuff. So, Bastille Felix, what's, what, what's the time? And, uh, the time uh, is um, Friday. We're starting at, at 5, mm -hmm. and the age group is 9 to 12. It's, mm -hmm. it's called the Jerry Brown Classic. Ah, man, yeah, congratulations, man. Thank you. Skeppel got something to do with it. Yes, he does. Uh, pa pa Pastor Skeppel and Carl. Yeah, I know Skeppel. Yeah, I know Skeppel, yeah. We did a camp with Skeppel before this started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Skeppel is trying to do big things and helping the kids. He's doing a tremendous job. This is going to be, this is going to actually be an annual Classic, the Jerry, the Jerry Brown Classic. Because yeah, right now, man. right now we only have we we're doing six teams, but it's so funny when we started this and I, <laughs> I tell them man, hey, this going eventually get bigger. And now we have we have ten teams want to come and do this already. I didn't even know, and me and me Drake got family in Antigua. I didn't know Antigua had baseball. Yeah, did not know that. Um, you, you, <laughs> Neville, and the Drager family. In okay, <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> See what I mean? <laughs> the, all sports are global now. You got no such thing as a sport is dedicated to a particular area. Mm -hmm. I mean, soccer, 
they're in a plateau by yes, themselves. Yes, yeah, yes, they're yes, in a bubble yes, by themselves. Yeah, you know right, right. But every other sport now, cricket gonna be part of the Olympics a little bit. Yeah. Imagine, could you imagine that? Yeah, cricket? that is crazy. Yeah. And softball, no. <laughs> yeah. And softball. Yeah, by, by the way, um, um, folks who ask the questions, um, their responses are fascinating. Wow. So, you know, respect to the uh, to the black and Latino thing. Yeah. yeah and, it's a, it's an eye opener. But, but not only that, man, of course an eye opener, but I just want you guys to know, right? The audience that we got here on this show, yeah. You know, joke, son. Right. They know. I, I could come here, right? And and within 10 minutes, they got me on my game. This mm. audience here ain't no joke. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And another one yeah. asked an excellent question about black players, why black players are not as prevalent uh, as they used and to we, be. And we didn't even tell them why they're not doing it. You know what I mean? Mm. We didn't tell them the, the well, part well, of... Well, I'm coming back. Okay, okay. You can't get them everything one Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time, yeah, you know yeah. What I'm saying? Okay. By the way, Mitchell, who was your favorite player or the player that you looked up to while you were on St. Croix growing up? Growing up, um, it was Reggie Jackson, you know, because, you know, that's all you heard about Reggie mm -hmm. Jackson, Mr. October, hit all the home mm -hmm. runs, you know, and yeah, he was the man, you know, <laughs> and then we started getting cable. Uh, uh, and he played, he played for what team at that time when he did that? Oh, my favorite team, the Yankees. Okay, that's what I'm talking about, the Yankees who made you. <laughs> <laughs> who made you a world champion? And, and Jerry, you are Reds fans. I would think Joe Morgan. Was, yes, Joe Morgan exactly. was, was the man with the flapping, yeah, with, exactly. with, with the flapping shoulder. And, and, you know what I mean? It was so funny because we used to get all the Yankees game out of St. Thomas. Radio, radio one, radio uh, one, yeah, yeah, radio right? one. Yeah. So you know what I mean? You that's that's how we used to listen to baseball games. Mm -hmm. So it was it was Joe Morgan and. And um, Willie Randolph. Yeah, yeah, because he played second. He played second. second yeah, yeah. And by the way, that Reds, that Reds team that Sparky Sparky Anderson managed, that was the easiest the big job. Red machine. That was the easiest job in the history the of big sports. Red machine. He had that lineup every day. Same when, guy. Yeah, it was Rose, Griffey, Morgan, Perez, Bench, Canseco. Foster. Concepcion, Concepcion, Geronimo, Geronimo and whoever yeah, is pitching. Exactly. That, that's a good exactly. that, that line up that was on the big they red change. the big red machine. That was the change. easiest job. Hey, safe flight. Thank you. Right? Got no traveling today. Coming back to the show, right? Oh, believe you, you, it. Got, you were very comfortable here because you like you like to tease me about being a Yankee fan. No, you know I saying? no, no, I ain't teasing nobody. That's why he's showing off the ring. <laughs> oh, oh, you say? <laughs> oh, man, sorry, man. Yo, yo, yo. Um, there's a likelihood that you may not be invited back to the show mm, again. What? If, if, if you're going to start flaunting like that on my show. Jerry, good to see you, man. Hey, man. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Uh, gentlemen, Anytime. appreciate it. Anytime. Uh, Anytime. Congrats with all you're doing. Clinics, baseball tournaments, all that stuff. That's a regular now, yeah, right? There's tournaments we train the gate every year. Every year. And, we, good. and the clinic also. You got it. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Great show. Thanks, audience, for the great questions and all that stuff. Be good. Be safe. Talk to you tomorrow. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. WTJX's Taste of Two Islands is back. Join us at Antilles Mark C. Marin Center on December 14th for the long-awaited return of the taste, a culinary feast for the season. Hosted by me, George Culturman Silcat. Early bird tickets are on sale now through Tuesday, November 14th. Tickets are available at Chelsea's Drugstore in Red Hook, Barefoot Buddha across from Haven Sight Mall, and Bonita's Cantina in Miski Shopping Center. 
Tickets can also be purchased online at WTJX.org forward slash taste or call 340-774-6255 and 340-690-7293. Don't miss this opportunity to experience the magic of local cuisine as you dance to the rhythms of Spectrum Band. Sponsors for this event are the I Lottery, Antilly School, West Indies Company, Cardo Wine and Spirits, First Bank, Bellows International, the VI Office of Highway Safety, and the VI Housing Finance Authority. It's the return of the taste, Thursday, December 14th at 6 p.m. A taste you can never forget. <laughs>